Tonight we do continue in our study of 1 John and we uh, are moving. We're now in chapter number 3 and we're going to uh, pick up with verses number 10 and 11 tonight. And uh, Valentine's Day is right here amongst us. I'm wearing pink. I hope you did tonight. Some of you. All right. Thank God tonight that we can talk about the greatest love. Amen. Tonight we can talk about the greatest love, God's love for us. And you might say, well, where's that at in verses 10 and 11? But we're going to get there tonight. If you would, if you have uh, found your places, we'll read there. Uh, verses number 10 and verses uh, number 11 says this. Uh, in this the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Alright, you might say tonight, wait a minute, uh, I slip up, I make bad decisions, does that mean I'm still saved? Well, if you're really saved, yes, you're still saved. Amen? Praise God for that. But tonight, uh, we'll go into this. Let's pray, uh, let's pray for a moment here. God, I just ask you to touch, uh, touch us, God. God, uh, uh, God, I pray you've already prepared our hearts, God. And I pray now, God, as we go into your word, God, just lead, guide, and direct us as only you can. And God, I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The love of God. Think about this tonight. The love of God should pour out of the true believer. The love of God should pour out of the true believer. Now tonight we could all say and we could all admit that there's times we're not very lovable. Man, y'all are just... Y'all gonna leave me hanging on love week, man. Huh? There are times when we're not very lovable. Truth is, there's times when we don't even love ourselves. Anybody? Yes, yes. Amen. There's times we don't love ourselves. There's times we don't love nobody else. There's times we don't even want to be loved. Ain't that the truth, right? Matter of fact, I remember times I'd do everything I could that nobody would love me. Amen. Yes, that's true. That's true. Y'all into love week now. Praise the Lord. Brother Randy going to lead the way. All right. But the love of God should truly pour out of the believer. Let, let's put it this way. If we are right with God, if we're in fellowship with God, y'all know what it means to be in fellowship with God? That means if there's sin in our life, we've dealt with it with God. Right? We've not let it linger. Now, I'm talking about the believer now, okay? We're talking past salvation, okay? you already saved. But that means that your heart is right with God. And when your heart is right with God, guess what? Your heart can be right with others. Sister Grace said, Amen. Isn't that the truth, though? Now, it doesn't mean that it's going to be received. Y'all do know there's times our love is not going to be received. What can we do about that? We can pray. Amen. We can pray and we can do what we're supposed to do, but regardless of the actions of other people, let me tell you something. Your relationship with God is not dependent on other people. 
Can we just lay that out on the table? If your relationship with God was dependent on other people, it would change on a daily basis. Sometimes it might even change on more than a daily basis. Amen? That's a reality. But thank God tonight, listen, no matter what mood anybody came in with, no matter what attitude maybe somebody came in with, and nobody comes in with a mood or attitude, right? Huh? But no matter what condition we came in tonight, my salvation and my relationship and my fellowship with God is not determined by that. It's personal, folks, and we have to remember that. It's a personal relationship with a loving, holy, righteous God. And it's His love that should pour out of us. No matter what anybody says, no matter what anybody does, no matter how anybody even treats you. How many of y'all went on your job today? Anybody? Yes, some people. Yes, some people went to work. All right. Not everybody you encountered today was probably pleasant. Now y'all laughing. All right? Huh? How many of you work with some people that's hard to deal with? Hey, man, that's going to get some action right there, isn't it? Even if you're retired, you can come across some people every day that'll give you a hard time. Amen? Amen. All right. But that does not dictate your fellowship with God. Now, if you allow it to, because here's the break, if you allow it to, it will. So tonight, that's why I can say wholeheartedly, the love of God pours out of the true believer, let me add, that's in right fellowship with God. Amen? Amen. That's where we ought to be. That's where we should want to be, right? Think about this tonight in verse number 10. Verse number 10, my pages is moving because the fan is a-blowing. Verse number 10, In this the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteous is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. Think about this tonight. The person who claims to be born a born-again believer, yet does not behave like a believer, is a self-deceiver. Oh, did y'all miss that? Huh? Fooling themselves, all right? Now, now you can say, preacher, do not tell me about works, all right? Tonight, I am not speaking about works. What I am talking about is your actions. Come on. And if the love of God is in you, the love of God should what? Come out of you. Should come out of you. And I, I'm afraid too many people don't have the love of God coming out because the love of God is never in. That's a reality. That's a reality. Now, let's make sure we got this straight tonight. Who is the judge? God is. And thank God He's the judge. Amen? Amen. We don't have to go around judging. Thank God. Amen. Think about that tonight. But the person who has showed no kind of fruit, the person who has never had a concern about the sin in their life, has no idea what conviction feels like, I would have to say, go check your salvation. Matthew 7.20 says this, Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. 
That's not a question, that's a reality. That's a reality. And I wonder tonight, could we just examine our own hearts and lives? What does our fruit look like tonight? What did our fruit look like when things didn't go well today? Think about that. I'm not saying that you're lost if you lost your cool, amen? If you're saved, you're saved. But what I am saying is, what are people seeing in you? What are people seeing in you? Either one is a child of God or a child of the devil. We touched on this briefly on Sunday. There is no middle of the road. There is no uh, maybe a little bit of this or a little bit of that. Either you belong to God or you do not belong to God. There are those that would have you believe that you can ride in the middle. You cannot ride in the middle. Just as when you die, you can't sit in a holding tank. And wait for somebody to pray you through, okay? It just don't happen that way, folks. Either you're a child of God or you're a child of the devil. Either you do righteousness or you do wickedness, okay? Doesn't mean that you're perfect. We still make mistakes as believers, but we don't try to make mistakes, okay? And when we do, God will correct us if we belong to Him, okay? Think about this. The world proclaims a universal fatherhood of God. Y'all know this, right? A universal fatherhood of God that all uh, men are looked upon by God as His children. I mean, really, that is rolling in society today. People will tell you, well, we're all children of God. We all belong to God. And God is love. And God loves us. And see, with that idea, people don't realize their need for a Savior. They don't think they need to do anything different because God is love. And because God is love, He would never punish anybody or show judgment toward anybody. But can I tell you, that's a falsehood today. That is a falsehood today. Folks, the reality is is this, a saved, born-again child of God will look and smell and be like a born-again child of God. Now, does it mean that a child of God is, uh, is exempt from getting out of the will of God or, or uh, as, as many like to use the word, backslidden and out? Uh, yes, that can happen. Many of you know what I'm talking about tonight because you've been there. But by the grace of God, there was conviction in your life. Conviction in your life. There's not a universal fatherhood of God. There's either saved or not saved. You know, there's no middle of the road. And we've got to be the ones to proclaim the truth, folks, if we're the children of God. Think about this tonight. That's not what Christ Jesus taught when He taught. What did He say? He told the Pharisees, for example, Year of your father the devil and the works of the, your father ye do. Ye will do. Hmm? John 3, 3. As he told Nicodemus, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. There's no middle of the road. And tonight you might say, I know there's no middle of the road. Well, then what does our lives look like? I ask you tonight to examine your heart. Preacher, I'm here on Wednesday night. Examine your heart. 
Examine your heart. Every time we're together, may we examine our heart. Jesus made it clear concerning those that belong to Him. He did not try to hide away. There's many today and there's many religions today that hide behind the Word of God, but yet they do not want you to read the Word of God. Why? Because it's found in the Word of God, His truth and what salvation is and the very fact that one's lost and how to get saved and not only how to get saved, but then how to live a life pleasing unto God. Jesus did not try to hide it away. Boy, he made it so clear through his word. Verse number 11 tonight. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Notice John takes it back to from the beginning. From the beginning. When I read that, how that, uh, how that just is a reminder. <laughs> a reminder. You have to remember that John's writing this when there's a lot of Gnostics around. And of course we deal with Gnostics today who think they're right and they've already written their way of what they think is right even though they're wrong. Did y'all catch that? Hmm? But John is writing that knowing that not only are they there in his time, but there's more that will come. There's more that will come. And so what does he say? He's basically saying, remember, let me remind you from the beginning. From the beginning. Who is it that brought it to begin with? Well, obviously we know it's in the Old Testament. We know it's from the beginning. But it's also from the lips of Jesus Christ himself. Himself. Remember. Notice he says... That we should love one another. You know what's beautiful is if we really pay attention. Love is at the center of everything God has done from the very beginning. Think about that. It's His love that He even created you. Well, why did He create you? Because He wanted fellowship with you. Because He loves you. And not only does he, did He love us in creation, but guess what? When we fail, when first Adam fell, guess what He did? Because He loved us, He already had a plan and a place to redeem us. Boy, what a love that is. And then to think that Christ... Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, would, is prepared and was prepared from the foundations of the world to come and to die and to be the spotless Lamb, to die upon the cross, to shed His blood. Brother Randy Mount Calvary, praise God for it. His love. And I don't even have to go to the place where if we had to uh, just imagine ourselves in that place, how we wouldn't have went that far. Because we wouldn't have. But because of His love. But because of His love. Examine that word love that's used here. Agape love. Folks, that is a love that's truly divine. God is agape. He is love. I wonder tonight, do you truly believe that? 
And you might say tonight there's different forms of love. This is divine love. God's love, folks. The very love. The very love. that allowed Jesus to go all the way to the cross. Think about the love in the believer tonight. Powerful, great love. And if He's in us, think about this tonight. If He is truly in you, then His love is in you. See, you didn't get it. His love. Who is He? Agape, divine, true love. You want the best form of love? Guess what? The highest power of love? You got it right there wrapped up in God Himself. And if you're saved tonight, that same love is inside of you, folks. You say, wait a minute. How could I contain it? Well, isn't it a miracle that He saved you? And if He saved you, guess who He instilled in you? His Holy Spirit. And He is who? God is love. And it's because of that love inside of you that you can love one another. Listen, if you, the problem is, you know the problem is today, too many times we're trying to love people with the world's calling love. Huh? And it fails. You know why? Because it's actually called lust and we don't realize it. It's loving somebody with our eyes, huh? With, with the tangible things, right? What they have to offer us, what they can give us. Do you realize the agape love is an unconditional love? A self-sacrificing love. You say, how is that? Jesus died for you. How could it become any more self-sacrificing than that? What a powerful love. And if the children of God could get a hold of that kind of love, can I tell you, it would just turn the world upside down, folks. Oh, what God could do with a... Think about this tonight. With a church on fire, truly displaying the love of Christ. Turn a city upside down. I'm serious. You think I'm, I'm crazy. Sister Grace, I believe it. Why? Because it's powerful. It's powerful. Why? Because he's powerful. He's powerful. We can love one another. So guess what that means? When we don't like what we're dealing with and we don't like what people say and we don't like the ones we're dealing with, we can still love them anyway. Why? Because we're not loving them with the flesh. We're loving them with the love of God. With the love of God. Oh, man. Do you realize that's how restoration takes place, folks? That's how families who haven't gotten along in 50 years can come back together and, and worship together. Not only worship together, but they can love each other. They can get along. They can settle differences. Why? Because of Christ's love. Because of Christ's love. Y'all going to wish I put that clock back up here. Think about this tonight. The demonstration of His love. Everybody knows Romans 5, 8. But God commended His love towards us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. What am I saying tonight? We don't even deserve it. But yet He's provided it. What an amazing love. Also in the life of a believer, they should be real proof of a new nature. Evidence 
of God's love in us. Question is tonight right here. Can others see the love of Christ in you? I can ask that question tonight because I've had to ask that to myself. That's real. Hmm? Can others see the love of Christ in you? And then if they can, what does it look like? That takes it to another level, doesn't it? What does it look like? You say, we're doing the best we can. We can do more. <laughs> and guess what? When we do more, we can do more. We can continue to draw closer and closer to the Lord. I want to leave you with this tonight. Romans 8, 37 through 39. Everybody knows this passage. Huh? But I really want you to soak it in tonight. Just think about this. Because there's key words here. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. Guess what, pity party? <laughs> right? Guess what, bad day? Guess what, I'm quitting? Guess what, I let my feelings get the best of me? Huh? Nay, in all these things we're more than conquerors through Him that loved us. For I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor depths, anything left out, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. What a powerful love. But not just, hey, the love of God, but which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. What a powerful love. I ask you this. Let God do something radical with you. huh? Surrender your life to the point that God can just pour love. And you know what? That when people make you mad and they get you upset and they push you beyond your limit. I said beyond your limit, right? Love them with the love of Christ. And do this. Blow their mind. Amen. <laughs> How cool would it be for them to say, I don't know how you're loving me right now, but you are. How is that? Sit down and let me tell you all about it. The love of Christ in me. Huh? Folks, that's where the power is. We've got no power, you and I, in the physical. we got no power. We've got no power in the flesh. What do we've got? If we've got power, if we've got righteousness, it's Jesus Christ alone. Amen. I love you. And I thank God for you. Now let's go love somebody. Amen. Let's go love somebody. Give you a time to pray tonight. Heads bowed and eyes closed. <clears throat> As always, this altar is open tonight. Praise God, even on Wednesday night, the altar is open. Amen. Give you a moment to spend time with the Lord tonight.